Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 47 of the Last I Go Heart podcast. DJ Spin It. What is up, everybody? How's it going? <laughs> yes, sir. I'm back. I'm here for another week, another podcast. Yes, I know it's not a Friday. Don't want to hear it. Don't want to hear it at all. It's on a Sunday night. I wanted to start out your week. Actually, you know what? I call it a weekend. Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. They're weekends to me because I'm not working. Okay, you got, well, Fridays I'm working, but you got Friday night. Okay, so Saturdays and Sundays. I call it the weekend because you're not working. Okay, you're not working. And I understand that I said Fridays, but you know what? We're going to make it a weekend thing. I'll see you next weekend. That's how I'm going to end my podcast. I'll see you next weekend. Not next week, next weekend. So then I am not feeling that pressure on me to just, uh, you know, I think I'm more hard on myself than it is y'all. I think it's y'all just like, all right, chill. And they're like, all right, cool. He posted another podcast. I'm going to listen to it. I'm going to put my ear, earbuds in or I'm just crank it up in the car. I'm just going to vibe and chill and see what has, Dawson has to say this week on, a, on another rant. See what Dawson's ranting about this week. But it's more of me just kicking myself because I have a goal. I'm a very, like, I just love goals. I have few goals. Like, for example, now it's just a podcast and a skit a week. Speaking of which, if you haven't seen my skit, go look at it. It's an Instagram reel and a YouTube short. It's even on Facebook, a Facebook short because Facebook has shorts now. You know, everything has a short. Uh, Just like the stories and everything else, you know. (laughs) But, yeah, I am now uh, doing skits. And uh, trying to make a podcast. I'm trying to do that every week on top of a job. So pretty packed out schedule. You know, sorry to disappoint you. You know, you know, you're probably on. Some of y'all may have been on Friday just going, man. I thought, where's Dawson been at? Is he gonna be gone for another two months? Psych! Haha! <laughs> I'm back. You know, never left. <laughs> not for another two months again. Hopefully not anytime soon. But yes, I uh, I'm pumped as ever to be a doing, doing a podcast like right now, you know, just start y'all's week out, whatever it may be, but it'd be on the weekends from now on. <laughs> so sorry to disappoint, but oh my God, look at this. Look at it. Look at that big sticker that I have up here. My man, I got a sticker now. I'm so pumped. That's my new logo. It's my new logo design. Nothing against my old logo design, but it was kind of garbage. None of y'all told me either. Like, literally, y'all just vibed with it. Like, everybody that listens and, and watches my podcast, no one told me that my my logo design was kind of a little bit weird or a little bit out there. You know, maybe some of y'all liked it. But, like, I looked at it, and I'm just like, realistically, I'm like, eh, it's a little bit much. I think this is a little bit more simpler, okay? A little bit more simpler. You got the eye that squiggles into a microphone, and you still got the little jester hat thing going on. You got the little lines that... Go Eigelheart. I'm going to put that on hats, turtlenecks, t-shirts, hoodies, pants, whatever your heart's desires, okay? Um, I have gotten a lot of orders in. Uh, when I say orders, I mean people that just want t-shirts and stuff. And I didn't know. I, I may turn this into a business. It may become a small business idea. Who knows? I, I don't. I don't know what this could become of it. But ever since I've gotten a heat press... So many people have came in up to me like, hey, Dawson, can you put this on a t-shirt? Hey, Dawson, can you put this on a turtleneck? Hey, Dawson, can you do this for me? Hey, Dawson, can you do pants? I'm like, whoa, where is this? I did not know that there was a market for this. I was just trying to do something fun. But if there's a market for it, dude, I will be more than happy to take any t-shirt. You bring me a t-shirt, I will put a design on it. I don't know the set price yet, but I'm not going to be like a corporate company, okay? I'm not going to be like those custom inks and those and those uh, other... Ugh other just fortune 500 just smut companies that literally just look at their customers is is scum at the bottom of the shoe like oh ew what is that no i don't want any of that i'm not i'm not gonna do corporate anything it's gonna be straight up just authentic whatever because i mean yeah i put my time and effort to it but i'm not gonna be like jacking it up in prices because you can get a good graphic t-shirt if you make your own graphic tees, I can guarantee you can make every graphic tee and get each t-shirt for like 10 to 15 bucks. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. If you have the right software to make the graphic, if you have the right material, the t-shirt, and then if you have a heat press, those are the most expensive things that you're going to get, but that's a one-time price. You'll be making your money back in no time. What's up? Come on. 
but I will hook you up. If you need a t-shirt in that, then we're going to be talking to something a little bit different, but making t-shirts now. So if you want a t-shirt, come on, get it. Come on, get those t-shirts, baby. Okay. Because I'm going to be making merch and I'm going to be making like podcast merch and stuff and, and whatnot. Put that logo on there. I may have some, you know, comedy material on my shirts and I, I made custom turtleneck. I made my first ever custom turtleneck and I've never seen custom turtlenecks before in my life, but there's a market for it. Okay. There's a market for it because I want there to be a market for it. And obviously there is because other people have wanted the custom turtlenecks. Bing. Look at that. It's a professional taking picture. Look at that. There was a professional photographer at my church today by a campfire. And I was like, what? This is the setting of a lifetime for your boy. He needs that. He needs that setting in his life. So I went there and sat there and I propped all up and I looked all nice and nice and scrumptious. Like I got a crowd going around me, uh, as usual, you know, but they, they were just watching or they were, or they were just on the line waiting for their picture to be taken. Either one, I like to think that I have an audience sometimes, uh, but I'm going to need propped up or whatever. And then I had also that one where I just, but the shirt, oh man, mm, I've had people that wanted the exact same shirt and they would pay me to put that design on a turtleneck for them and stuff. I'm like, man, you don't even know what's going to be coming at the beginning of the new year, baby. You don't know. I'm talking turtleneck Thursdays. It is trademarked on this podcast. Anybody that starts trying to do it before the new year, cancel them. They do not need to be on platform. They are stealing stuff. Okay stealing stuff that's why i will never put my skits on tiktok okay never okay they just uh, just reuse stuff all the time just all right cool i like that song i like what they're doing a little bit i'm just going to take it over here make it mine reaction videos come on i don't i don't want anything of that i don't want mm, no no authentic okay straight up from the dome creativity come up with your own stuff all right that's that's some uh, inspiration and motivation for any of my content creators out there. Okay, we need to bring content alive. We need to make it up and make it creative again. Make it creative again and put that on a T-shirt. Make content creative again. Okay. Ugh. Anyways, uh, turtlenecks. Yeah, I didn't think I would be talking about turtlenecks as much on this podcast. At the, you know, I thought I talked about it enough on the last one, but I thought I had to revise on it just a little bit more. Oh. But God is good, baby. God is good. Maybe because I'm coming off that little bit of that church high, you know, coming off just a little bit of the uh, going going to church, coming home, and just feeling that Jesus, baby, man, just feeling that greatness and just coming. But what it is though is like the other day, I was eating a bowl of chili and I cried. I cried over a bowl of chili. I don't know what it was. Like I, like I hadn't had chili in like a year and a half. It, it, there's just been like, you know, you've had that food. You haven't had that one food or that one dish in like years. I haven't had chili in like a good, like, yeah, I haven't had chili at all in like a year and a half. And the, the other day I took a bite of my first bowl of chili. Whew, I'm getting emotional, but I took a first bite of my first, the, the, my first bite of this chili I've ever had in a year and I took a bite of it and it brought back this euphoria and just memories of just like my childhood and good memories of my dad making chili and my family being together and I you know before the divorce and just I was like man thank you Lord for this memory I needed it and he brought it to me through a bowl of chili I don't know I don't know who that old person was I'm just assuming that they were old because old people make great chili, make great chili. So whoever that old person was that made that chili at my church, I just want to thank you because you brought back an awesome memory that was deep in my dome and it just needed to be unleashed through your savory, savory ingredients inside of your chili. Oh, mm, that was awesome. It was beautiful. I mean, 10 out of 10. Is there a soul food or is there just any kind of food that just brings back a memory? Like, I don't know what it is about like when a when somebody dies and I know this it's about to turn dark. I'm just kidding. it's not it doesn't even it's not even dark. Death is normal. It's a thing. It's going to happen. It's going to happen to me. It's going to happen to you. Get over it. Okay, next. Anyways, so death. Someone's going to die in your family. Okay? You're going to be clinging on to little things. Okay? So there's, you know, my dad died. So therefore, there's some things sometimes that like all of a sudden, like I'll literally look at something or I feel something or it'll just be something that passes by and just make me think of them. And that's, has that ever happened to you? Like, like I literally like touch 
Like every time I see a Dodge Ram, fifteen hundred, not a fifteen hundred. No, that's a no. The fifteen hundred is the, that's the that's the noob Dodge. Like no one, no one buys a Ram fifteen hundred. No, I'm talking about the Super Duty, the Ram Supercharged, Super Duty, whatever. The top of the line. I'm talking big hunk. The thing that could tow, a tow a space shuttle. That thing. Every time I see one of those, I'm just like, that's my dad. He was a hardcore Dodge Ram fan. Hardcore. Never bought anything else. He had literally, every, the whole, my whole life, ever, ever since, like, all of my years of him, me knowing him, he's had a Dodge Ram, and that was his pride and joy. And that's what it was. He, he had nothing else. Just that Dodge, just him, and that Dodge Ram. And it literally, and I remember be, me being in it and stuff, and, that, and that's what happens. It's like you just touch something and just, ugh. I don't know. It's awesome. Like, you listen to a song, you know, just bring back a memory of just like, I don't know, you and a pet, you you and your favorite animal, and just like, oh, my God, he's playing around, and whatever, and you're like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe that, you know, Womanizer by Britney Spears is literally making me in this moment right now, but it's made me think of all the times that I went and go played fetch with my dog, and who knows, <laughs> that who knew that Womanizer by Britney Spears would have brought that out in me, you know, <sighs> thanks, Britney, you know. Like, and that's how I feel about the Black Eyed Peas. Like maybe a lot of people are not a big fans of the Black Eyed Peas and and of the band themselves and stuff. And you know they're like, oh, whatever the Black Eyed Peas. But I like the Black Eyed Peas. I like them a lot because they were in infiltrated in all my memories. My dad would play my humps by the Black Eyed Peas all the time on the lake. And literally, like every time I hear that song, I just immediately go to the lake and then us hanging out on the lake and playing my humps. You know, that's just what happens. <laughs> it's true. It's realistic. That's it's, it's what happens. what it is. So I send me your memories. That's why I want to know. I would love to know, like, what brings you your memories of, like, you know, grandparents, parents, dogs, and whatever. Just put it in the comments. Put it in the comments. Send it me in the email. Tell me, hey, Dawson, this is what memory, like, this is this is what the object is. And this is what memory brings to me. And I'm just interested to see. I just wanted to see what kind. The things that I'll probably talk about on my next podcast. Just to kind of see if, if anybody else has like those memory foods. Or something that just brings back a memory. Like, it'd be sick. But uh, I took away. Uh, oh actually let's play a little game of I Spy. I Spy with my little eye something different in Dawson's podcasting setup. If you're watching this in 4K. You can uh, you can start guessing now. If you're not and you're just listening to it, I encourage you to go and watch it in 4K also and uh, join in. So I'm gonna give you a little bit of time. Okay, we're done here. I got rid of the lava lamp. I had to get rid of it. It's gone. It's canceled. I had to. It was it was fifteen dollars granite. Okay, it was it was not even really even worth anything. Uh, but the thing is though is. I'll pick that up in a minute. I dropped my dropped my chapstick. I, I have a story about chapstick in a second. Come on, you always trying to get in the shots and trying to ruin my good good solid stories because you want to be in the center of the show. Chapstick. I know. I I literally that was brought out of my loneliness a little bit. <laughs> you know, just just to be able to talk to yourself. Have you ever done that, dude? When I was in Austin, I talked to myself all the time. Like I always talked to myself. Like, you know, literally clinging on to an object. Like, I was talking to my friends the other day that I did not realize how lonely I was in Austin until, like, I'm now, like, not in that situation anymore. Like, now that I'm not in, in Austin anymore, and for, an update for new listeners and new viewers, I was in Austin by myself, start of COVID, all I could do is go to work and go to home. That was it. Couldn't do anything else. So, start with that setting, and now just kind of imagine what this is unfolding. I didn't really, like, I literally started, like, just talking to stuff. Like, for example, at like that chapstick, I just pretended it was a person that fell on the ground. I was just all like, oh, silly chapstick, whatever. <laughs> oh, I was talking to my friends about that. They were like, oh, I was like, it's funny. I laughed at it. I was like, man, just, <laughs> you just talking to yourself, just whatever. It's awful. It was awful, like, just how much I just talked to, like, just little random things sometimes. Just for goofy reasons. It's not like I was growing psychotic. It wasn't like I was talking to uh uh just like talking to a random inanimate object for a long time and pretending I had a conversation with it just like 
Hey, water bottle, how's it going? <laughs> how's your day, water bottle? No, that's not how it works. That's not what I did. Okay, it wasn't that freaky. But a little stupid crap like that. Anyways, I got rid of the lava lamp. That was tangent number one for the podcast. I replaced it with a wickwork candle. Okay, number one, it's got that sparkling sizzle behind it, so it is the ambiance in the of the podcast now. Also, it kind of looks like a memoriam with the Last Cycle Heart podcast above. It's like almost as if like, is that a a sign or is that a signal that the foreseeing future, the Last Cycle Heart podcast is going to end? Yes. It may be. It may not be. Start a conspiracy theory. I encourage it. Start a conspiracy theory over that. Why does Dawson have a candle and then the Last Cycle Heart podcast above it? Does it mean something? Make it something. I encourage you to. If you make a conspiracy theory about that, about the candle and that, dude, go with it. I want I want to hear your best conspiracy theories on it. Uh, other than the fact of what it's realistically for, uh, just to compliment uh, something else that should have been there, which should have been my lava lamp. Looked at it very disappointingly. But I want to get another lava lamp because I had one as a kid in my room and I turned it on all the time and it was awesome to go to sleep with. It was like a nightlight in a sense. But the thing is, though, is that it was a very expensive lava lamp. Uh, dry mouth. <laughs> About to have to grab my water in a minute. I wish I was Thor with my water, you know? Like, it was all the way over on the other end of the table. Like, you know, if I could have, like, the, you know, you know in the Bible where it says, um, you, uh, one, just having the faith of a mustard seed can move a mountain? Well, I wish I had enough faith of a mustard seed that I could just... I just want the water. That's, uh, but it's over on the other side, and I can just Thor grip it. But, anyways, <laughs> so many tangents. Number two. <laughs> but what was I talking about? The candle. Yes, it just complements the scenery. It brings the ambiance. Do you like candles? I love candles. It really brings out the holiday season. It just makes me feel nice every time I'm reading. I light a candle, and I like to read with it on, and just hear the little crackle and the smell of it. It's nice. It was. It's like whiskey cider. That's awesome. It's a great smell. It makes my room smell nice, and it's a perfect ambiance. So, boom! Bring it. Give it. Give it all together for our new prop, our new thing, the candle. Also, back to the door thing. I want to put stickers on it. If you have sticker ideas, send them to me. Put them in the comments. I will make a sticker of what you like. I will make any sticker that you would like because at work, I I make stickers all the time at work. That's a little where I got that sticker from, and so. I'll make you stickers as well. If you want a sticker, I'll make you a sticker. Anyways, put in the comments, email me, whatever. Tell me what stickers I should put up here. And I will design it and put a sticker up here and I will show it off like a little show and tell action thing. Be like, hey, this is what my listeners wanted as a sticker. I put it up on there on the door and boom, gotcha. Anybody that I have on the podcast in the future, I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to be like, all right, cool. Do you have a custom sticker idea for me? They're going to be like, uh, I don't know. I'm like, well, you know, tell me something. Give me a little hint or whatever. And I'm, I'll make it, put it up on there, put their name on it. Boom. So I want a door of stickers. I'm in an apartment. I understand. How am I going to get those off? I'll worry about that whenever time comes. But until then, I'm just going to have a sticker, like a door full of stickers. And whenever it comes, yes, I'll take them off. It's going to be a pain in the butt, but it's worth it for content or it's just not even worth it for content, but it's just as the fact that I just want to have some something else other than just plain white walls. And you know, there's some podcast like I want to just be able to get this well enough in my area to where I have a separate room that I can just deck out and make my podcast room. Besides my room, just have a podcast room like they have, like other po- famous podcasters have that they just have a room and they just have it just decked out with a bunch of stuff. That's what I would like. Just graffiti. I want graffiti stuff and uh, skateboards on the wall. That would be sick. Uh, candles. Um, anything. Like stickers. Like I think that would be sick to have a room just full of stickers. <sighs> dreams. Dreams. Making goals. I'm making new goals every day, baby. Making new goals. But if you haven't seen my skit, go look at it. Go look at my skit. It, uh, it's, it's on YouTube, YouTube Shorts, Instagram Reels, Instagram Lives. I'm just making fun of people who have success books. And if it was an advertise, if they had advertising for their success book, what would it look like? And then, boom, I play it out. 
say Seth's books. The reason why that even started as a thing was because I kept on scrolling on my YouTube shorts and my Instagram reels and I kept on finding videos of these motivational success guys that are like millionaires. So they just go up on stage and they tell you and they give you all the greatest financial advice. Just like, oh, well, you want to know how I made my million? Well, I just want to tell you that how you can make your million since I made my million is, is that you're lazy. That's what it is. You need to be not lazy. You need to get your life together. Um, you need to give up everything to be able to do this. It's just outrageous stuff that doesn't even make sense. And some of those people, I'm going to call them out right now. Okay, you better get ready, millionaires. I'm going to call some of you out. Y'all got lucky, okay? Y'all got lucky. Some of y'all don't even make y'all's million. Some of y'all got it inherited and handed it to you, okay? And then you go out and publicly and people pay to listen to you yabber on stage about how to make their million when you don't even know how to make a million. So I don't even want to hear it. One guy said, I, uh, I, one guy said I was, he was on a YouTube short and he was sitting there and he was like, my dad, uh, my dad, uh, gave me a job to work under him. And he told me that, uh, he told me that I'm not, I'm going to be working for no pay. And I asked him why, and he goes, if you're working with no pay and you still have the same will to work with no pay, that's how you make your million. And I was like, what? It sounds like pretty intelligent. It really does. These guys are really good at it. They they, they, they really throw it to you really hardcore. Uh, but it's when you really think about it, it doesn't make really sense at all. Like, okay, cool, I'm working for no pay. And if I could be content with working with no pay, then that means that that mentality is going to make me rich or that somehow is going to make... No, it's not. It's not going to make you rich. You're working with no pay. I feel like I feel like that's just, you know, that's just financially just, no. I feel like you should get paid for your work. Yeah, unless you're volunteering. If you're volunteering, sure. It's not like it's not like you're at a food drive with that. Just imagine being at like a food drive or like, you know, you're helping the homeless with that mindset. Just going, man, look at me right now. I'm working and feeding these homeless people and I'm not making a dime. Yeah, look at that. I'm on my way to my first milli. Uh whatever. Mm-mm. It's not going to happen. Not with that mindset. I don't even want to be a millionaire. I don't. I told my friends this. They, they, they don't understand it. Like my, my one friend doesn't because he wants to make money so bad. He wants to get into real estate. He wants to make that money. I don't. More money, more problems. That's, I think that's a rap lyric. And also I do agree with that uh, because I see rappers all the time have so much money and they just do the dumbest things with it. Like, because like, like, for example, they buy chains. I feel like that's the, all I got to say is, is literally they just spend million, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars on their chains. Like I just, they just, go, oh, oh, it spins. Look at this. It spins. It's made of diamonds and it spins. Look at this. Oh, okay. Oh, this is awesome. It's $500,000. What? No, you're stupid. Why, why don't you just, you know, give it to somebody at that point? Oh, give them a necklace? That would be sick. Yeah, I like your idea. I'm going to go to Africa and I'm just going to go and hand everybody a spinny diamond necklace. No, that's not what I said at all. Put your lean down, okay? I just <laughs> put down your Sprite and your codeine and, and listen up for a second. That's not what I was saying at all, uh, actually. Um... <laughs> I was what I was saying was is, is work without any getting work without getting paid and then uh, you'll become successful and you'll learn how to work with your money. What? Yeah, exactly. Put that on a t-shirt. Yeah, it's going to motivate you and be, make you become more successful in your life. Uh, I'm going to make a I'm going to make a uh, success book, pop-up book, you know? I'm going to make I'm going to bring pop-up books back and then everything is just oh, it's going to come out at you. It's going to be like, "Oh, it's going to have like three words on it. Get a job. Oh my God. What the? <laughs> Flip the next page. You are lazy. Oh man. I mean, he is, he is dishing it out. He is really going hard in the paint with this one. The last one's just like, uh, you got, you want to be rich? Think rich. And you're like, all right, I'm going to close that book. All right. I think I'm motivated now. I'm going to walk up into Sonic tomorrow to demand them a promotion, demand them a promotion. 
No. Enjoy your life, man. Enjoy wherever you're at. Be content. Be content with where you're at. That's my whole point. Don't let other people tell you that you that your life sucks. That's what they make. They want to make it seem. They want to make it seem that your life sucks when it really doesn't. It's just all how you perceive your life. If you perceive that your life sucks, then yes, your life's going to suck. But if you perceive that you're like, dang, I'm blessed. I'm alive. I'm, I literally am blessed to be able to be alive today. I, you know, I get to pay my bills. I get to enjoy my life as it is. I mean, I mean, I have nothing to complain about, but social media makes you beg to differ though. Social media and those success people, whatever. No, they make you, they make you think that you all, you have a problem that you haven't fixed yet. They make you think that they make you think that, Oh, Hey, there's a problem there. You need to fix it. You need to be a millionaire when it, it's not true. It's just, they make you think that no. Be content with where you're at, baby. I'm content. Man, I'm loving life, baby. I'm living it to the fullest. Yes. Living it to the fullest. If you're not enjoying your life right now, I recommend using PC language. What? What does PC language have to do with anything, Dawson? What? Are you all for PC language? No, I'm not all for it. But but I am for the cause. It's to take terrible things and make them not as bad. And make them not as seem bad. Like... If you're being robbed, all it is is your wealth is just being redistributed. That's literally the PC version of being robbed. Your wealth is being redistributed. So therefore, the way that I think about that is, is that if I'm ever robbed in the future, I'm going to look back and I'm going to be like, well, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Uh, my wealth is just being redistributed. That means I need to get like a W-9 or something at the end of the year for my taxes. I'm going to have that as a tax write-off. The government is going to give me my money back. Give me a little bit of it back because my wealth was just being redistributed. That's technically a donation. I can write that off as a donation. So then therefore I get a tax write-off and then the government forgives me for that portion. I'm just saying that's what it sounds like to me. So that's why I love PC culture because it makes things seem way better than what they are or it makes bad things seem okay you know or more acceptable like for example sonic i worked at sonic you know and uh you know if i was like this girl and you know and wanted to impress her i would just go up to her and just be like with, with pc language I'd, just, I'd be like hey girl how's it going she's like oh hey how's it going you know i was like hey i just want to let you know that uh i work as a uh, five star five-star chef uh, at this uh, restaurant and I specialize in beef and poultry and our goal there is to get food in and out uh, as fast as possible and making every cuisine at the same time in just straight perfection and then she's just going to start melting and be like what this sounds amazing where do you work what do you do what food are you into are do you know Gordon Ramsay she's going to be asking all these questions you're like no girl I just work at Sonic, hey, but it's that PC language, you can make fast food restaurants sound amazing, okay, you can make it sound amazing, it may not be true, but all you're doing is you're just taking Sonic and cranking it up, making it seem, seem that it's good, so I encourage you to use that PC language, it makes your life look way more interesting than what it is, what's another one, what, what, what else can you do, you know, you don't, you don't drive a two. I don't drive a 2007 Toyota Corolla. Okay, I'm not gonna, you know, say that I drive like a grandma car. You know, I just drive a a tan tan sedan. That's an uh, that's an LE, so it's a limited edition tan. Uh, 2007 tan limited edition uh, vehicle that has four wheels, an axle, a a. Uh, and you can also add in four cylinder because a lot of people don't know what that is. So, for example, you'd be like, I just drive a four four cylinder hunk, which you know, if you add hunk in there, I have I drive a tan four cylinder hunk. It's four wheels. It's tan. You have to really say tan a lot because it'll really distract them from the fact. But I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Just make your life seem way better than what it really is. It'll get people impressed because that's what they like. They like paper. They like they, 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 they like the resume. They like that. They like what just delivered the information to them. They don't take you for what you are. They like just the, the ugh, they're just the stuff. It's like with the Instagram filters, you know? They're like, oh, dang. They be looking really good on that Instagram. And all of a sudden you get the filter away. You're like, ah, what? Yo, you do not look like your Instagram profile picture at all. Why am I here? <laughs> Why? You have deceived me. 
You have deceived me. <laughs> Went on a tangent there. But yes. That's, you know, went on a little tangent, but oh, my chapstick, Get, come on, grab it with your feet. Have, have you ever, I'm just grabbing my, I'm terrible at grabbing things with my feet. Like, for example, whenever something rolled under my desk in high school, and, or just rolls under my desk in general, and I go and slap it with my foot, and I bring it back, it always pops out from under my foot, especially when it's like a cylinder, uh, a cylinder-shaped object such as my chapstick, I'm still having a hard time trying to get this closer to me because it, like, at the end, and it, like, flicks at the end of the toe, and it... Okay. I got it. I got it. Uh, the reason why I needed my chapstick is because I want to formally apologize for how chapped my lips look. Um, I don't want them to be this way. I didn't ask for them to be this way. Um, it's just dry season, baby. It's like the Savannah Desert up on these lips. It's like I literally, it's like I kissed a cheese grater. That's what it looks like. Just mm, all up on that cheese grater. I don't, I don't like it at all. And uh, I'm going to put the cap back on it so it doesn't dry out. Is, do, does chapstick dry out? I don't know. <laughs> I know it melts because I left them in my pants in the dryer. So I know it does do that, but does it dry out? Who knows? Does it evaporate? Does it condensate? Does it precipitate? Yes, I'm a meteorologist. I don't know why we're there. But it is, I don't know, I'm just amped up. I just like talking just being random, whatever. But chapstick, I, I just needed them from these lips, man. They're just all busted up and cracked up and whatever. And what, what chapstick do you use? I, I use Burst Bees. I love Burst Bees so much. And I have to keep it, I keep one on my desk, keep one in my car, keep one at work in that order because I lose them all the time. I even keep one in my pants because... You know, I'm, I'm going to need one on the go, but usually I lose those ones, so I have to go to the gas station. But I do not pick the ones from my other stations. And if they're gone, that means that means that someone stole my chapstick, okay? That means someone stole my chapstick, and I'm I'm not having it. I'm not having the whole stealing chapstick scenario. Mm -mm. But how do you put on your lipstick? Do you just, like... Lightly put it at the bottom and then mm, smush your lips together. Are you one of those that puts it all the way around? I have a fr I have a friend and he puts it all the way around his lips. The thing is that he even goes off the edges, so he just has like a nice gliss glistening like little ring of chapstick around his whole lips. Oh, it looks beautiful. But I for one I put it around my whole lips and then press down. So uh, for anybody that doesn't know or has a proper technique to put on chapstick. Uh, and you are watching this in 4K, you're about to witness uh, just how to probably put on, like a, just a tip that I did. Just, uh, uh. After growing up with women my whole life and uh, watching them put on chap, I mean, put on lipstick and chapstick and stuff, I got it, I got it, mm, I got it perfect. Got perfectly all lined up and everything. Like nothing's above the lips at all. It's not touching the hairs on the lips. It's not going off the edges. It's not going a wall. It's like all perfectly glistened on my lips. I mean, benefits of that. But chapstick, yes. I I don't even I didn't even know this is burst beads beeswax lip balm. I don't even know where it came from. Like I don't know where beeswax came from. But then I ended up looking it up. Found out it comes from uh, a bee's butt. So cool. So. I thought it was bee saliva for the longest time. I really did. And I thought it would be like cool little thing. Just be like, man, like, you know, every time I put on this chapstick, I'm, you know, it's like it's, I'm kissing a bee almost. It's like, but no, I'm literally smooching on a bee's bum. So that's great to know. Put in the comments what chapstick you use, what method you use. Okay. I might have to, you know, try it out. You know, is there, is there the best, best method for chapstick or is there not? I don't. I don't know. I don't know at all. But what I do know is, is that, uh, oh, the metaverse. Have you ever heard of this? The metaverse. That's what I'm going to be taking up the other portion of this podcast with is the metaverse. Man, I'm so pumped up about the metaverse. You know why? Because it's going to make the epitome of laziness even better in America and in the world. Have you seen that? Oh, man. This, 
I watched the video on it, and it just seems like to me that they're just trying to make a world that's just virtual, like just like an actual virtual world. Like you literally put on this headset and you're in a society that's all virtual. What? Do you have an eight to five there? Like you have an eight to five in real life? I don't even, I don't know. I don't know about the metaverse, man. It's, it's, it seems crazy, honestly, because you think society is going off the, uh, off the walls right now. And you think people are so socially awkward and not wanting to get to know each other and going out and yada, yada. Like simply, I can't even go and have coffee with people sometimes because they just like, they're just like, Oh, uh, oh you want to go have coffee? I'm like, what do you mean? Do you not want to go? Oh. And I mean, I, I don't know. I, I had a guy come up to me today and tell me that this girl was texting him. And they're now they're dating. Okay, I don't understand dating uh, in, in my generation. Like, I, am I one of the only young people that doesn't understand dating in my young generation? It's like, what's the talking thing? I, I don't understand. Like, I'm with old people on this one. Dating's dating. You're trying to get to know the person. I don't understand the talking phase. Because it's like, all right, cool. I'm going to start texting them. And then not see them in person and see if I like them over the phone. And if I like them over the phone, then I'm going to start actually going out on dates with them, which is dating. And you are going to go eat with them and you're going to go and whatever, talk with them more. And then after that, then you get to make it official. Boyfriend, girlfriend, official. With the quotes, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. But I had this guy and he just came up to me and he goes, he goes, yeah, I went on a few dates with this girl. I, I mean, I, I like her and stuff like that. But then she told me out of the blue that she wants to take a step back and she wants to go back to the talking phase. And I was like, what? That doesn't even make sense. Like, so you're telling me that she wanted to see you in person and now that she just wants to go to the back, back to the talking phase. You know what it sounds like to me, dude? She thinks that you, she says, I think she's just saying that you look a lot better when you're just behind a phone. I, I think that's literally what you're, what she's saying. And I think you need to reevaluate that relationship that you're about to. And he's like, you know what? You're right. <laughs> if she's not going to like me in person, she's she's not going to get me over text message. I said, you go, guy. You go. You go tell her that PC language, right? You go let her know what's up. Tell her that you're Brad Pitt. All right? Tell her that you're Brad Pitt's cousin. And then leave out a word that you look like Brad Pitt's cousin. Long, 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 long distance cousin. May not even be blood at that point. But what I'm trying to get at is, is like, you, you go get it, dude. You go out there. In the metaverse. You can't do that in the metaverse. What are you going to do? Go get virtual coffee with somebody? Is that what what this is? And you, and what from what I saw, you can be any character you want. You can be an octopus. Why would I want to go on a coffee date in the metaverse with an octopus? It doesn't mean, no, I'm not going to. And then what am I going to dress up as? A whale? A whale and an octopus? No, this this does not. I don't identify as a whale. You don't identify as an octopus. This is not right. We get to make up our own like little language now. Get to play card games at someone's house virtually. No, what's that mean next? What do we have? Presidents in this metaverse? I would love to be president in the metaverse. Maybe we'll actually be respected as young kids to be presidents in the metaverse because we're not getting it now. Did you know Elon Musk came out and said that anybody under the uh, over yeah anybody over the age of seventy can't. That should not be president. He's a genius. So I agree with that. I full Elon. I I fully agree with you on that one, my man. You, you hit the nail right on the head on that one. Like I totally agree with you. Actually, I think it should be lower. I think anybody above the age of sixty can't. I think the cutoff should be ten years younger. And then, the president presidential age needs to be lowered. Okay, I'm talking like early twenties, somewhere around there. Uh, but then again, I want to say early twenties, but at the same time, our brain's not fully developed, man. The brain's not fully developed. Have you ever heard that? Have you ever gotten that talk by parents and, and, uh, just, you know, elders and just, you know, people that you look up to and just be like, yeah, yeah. you know, all these thoughts and dreams that you have right now, just don't, just don't worry about them because they're all going to change because your brain's not fully developed yet. Till you get to the age of 25, you really don't know what you are. You really don't know who you are. I'm 21 years old. I'm about to be 22. For all I know is I'm a holographic. I'm just holographic, dude. I'm just all, I'm a straight ghost. No wonder people struggle with their identity because they have, their minds haven't fully developed yet. 
They're not 25 yet. And when they're 25, they'll finally f- realize that what they are. I just ima- <laughs> I just I, I just can't get my mind behind that. I just imagine that as soon as you hit the age of 25, like whatever, like for example, that, uh, you know, like uh, when someone gets hypnotized or something like that, they start doing crazy things or whatever. And also when they get unhypnotized, they're all crazy. They're like dressed in outfits. They got lipstick marks on their face. Their hair's all crazy and their shoes untied. And they're just like, they have this crazy look on their face and they're just like, what in the world is going on? Where am I? What happened? That's exactly what I feel like that 25 is going to be like. From the way people have presented it, the way older people have presented it, it's like as soon as you hit the age of 25, you're immediately just going to be like, oh my God, I'm a completely different person than I was. Hold on a second. Oh, man. I swear, if I was as dumb as I was when I was 24, I can't believe of how far I've came along. And I just, man, just like as soon as you hit 25 and all of a sudden your insurance goes lower, you can start renting a car. I've never understood that. You can rent a car at 25, but you can't rent it any lower than that. But yet, yet you can buy a car. You can buy it and then you can make payments on it. But yet you can't rent a vehicle until you're 25 years old. I'm still never going to be over that. I'm going to be petty about that. Yeah, if I ever become president, that's what I'm going to be fighting for. Making the age of renting a car 21 and making your insurance just lower in general. Okay, I'm just, I can't. We need, we need lower insurance anyways, so I'm going to be fighting for that. You'll be voting. Vote for me. Go, go in the comments. Tag. Just be like, voting for you. Vote, vote, vote. You have my vote. Put a little, put a little American flag. Put hashtag one warm neck at a time because that's what I'm gonna be my campaign slogan is is one warm neck at a time. I'm gonna be wearing a turtleneck, shooting turtlenecks out of my shirt cannon to a bunch of people. That's what my dream would be if we would just let the presidential age just be lower. I'm telling you, some big things could be done in the White House. We can we could upgrade that anthem, baby. Upgrade it. I've said it before, I'll say it again, you know, like when Kanye was going to be in the White House, that was, that was going to be great. I wanted a Yeezy remix of the National Anthem so I could bump it onto TikTok. I mean, not TikTok, just bump it on my iPod, my MP3, never TikTok. <laughs> They'd probably shut it down real fast, honestly. Aren't they based out of China? I don't know, whatever. Anyways, presidents. I would not want to be president. I wouldn't. I would not in this day and age. But if it was, but it just running in the campaign, sure, dude. If I had enough people backing me, I would at least run for it. I'm telling you, it's kind of like like what I thought about being in The Bachelor. Like I would be in The Bachelor and just legit just sit there. I wouldn't even do anything. I would just have a nice conversation uh, with a girl and just be like, oh, whatever, what's up? Just stir some drama up and whatever, become the, like the man of the show. And as soon as she gives me the rose on the last night, I'm like, uh-uh, no, I'm good. And then all of a sudden I just walk away. They do one of those slow-mos. My hair's flowing in the wind. I'm like, she's just crying and sobbing because she just rejected 50 other guys. Little, little does she know that she could have had, she could have had 10, but no, it's not going to happen. That's how I feel about my campaign. I would run through the whole campaign. People would donate. People would help me. I would help pay for it as well. Get my turtlenecks, shooting turtlenecks out of the cannons. Everybody's going to be uproar. Be like, the first young person to ever run for president. It's finally happening. Yada, yada, yada. And then next day, you know, I get there all on the podium. I'm debating with people. I'm making stupid points because I could care less. I'm literally up there. They're just like talking about, oh, hey, hey, what are we going to do about gas prices? Like every other president every year, just like whatever. And I'm just going to be like, you know what we need to fight for? We need to have more warm necks. And then have everybody just like putting their fist up in the air, just, just chanting my, just be like, yes, yes. That's what we need. We need more turtlenecks in the society. We know bringing more people together. And then my, and my whole thing would be just love everybody and just whatever. And then when someone tries to ask me a serious question, I'm just going to dodge it and just be like, uh, I mean, that may be for him, but that's just 
not what I want to do as president. And then, boom, as soon as they try to get me, give me the job, I'm just going to be, like, rejected. Boom. Knock it from under their feet. They don't even know. They won't even know what hit them. No, they won't. They won't even know what hit them. <laughs> At all. No. Because they will be shocked. If someone made it all the way to the presidency and then just was like, hey, I don't want this position anymore. I know I won, but I don't want it. I want to resign. Dude, how iconic would that be? That would be hilarious. They would just be like, you know what? I'll be honest. I just wanted to see if I was able to make it here and just be able to just to get here today. And y'all proved my point that I was able to get here today. So um, I just want to thank y'all and just, you know, I'm just going to get off stage now. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to be running for president of the metaverse uh, if or in real life, both, both. Uh, actually, you know what? I want to run as the president of the metaverse as well. So uh, put that in the hashtags in the comments too. Just be like, I'm going to vote for you in the metaverse. You versus the world, Dawson in the metaverse. Metaverse and Dawson, president, let's go. I'll be president of the metaverse. I would change things up, okay? I'll bring a nice, united, well-knit world to the metaverse where one octopus and one shark and, a, and an ostrich, we can all come together, and a person in a space outfit, we can all come together as our own characters, and we can make the metaverse something beautiful and magical, okay? And then we take over the real world. <laughs> that would be crazy if, like, the metaverse, like, flooded over into the real world in a way to where, like, if the metaverse wasn't happy, then everybody in the economy was going to stink. We have our own stock market. There's so many things that could go into the metaverse. Just so many things. But, you know, vote for me. Whenever it comes around and it, it becomes more popular, then I'm going to be down. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it all day, baby. All day, baby. Mm. Uh, before I hit into my, get into my fun facts, <laughs> I'm looking at my golf clubs right now. I hit, a, I, hit my, I hit an egg inside the house. Why? Because I wanted to. I just wanted to. <laughs> I don't know. I was just being stupid. I teed up an egg and I just hit it. And I just see part of the yolk on my iron. I was just like... I got to get that off, but also at the same time, it was really fun. I found some yolk on the ceiling. Okay, I was making a video, but still. Anyways, I was I saw some yolk on the ceiling. I was like, yeah, I got to clean that up, too. <laughs> I, did when my, I did when my friends were around. One other dude was around, but like, hey, look, none of the roommates have seen anything or said anything, so whatever, okay? But I'm going to be coming in with a fun fact. And the fun fact that I have for y'all today is a Christmas fun fact uh, because this is the holiday season. And I should have done a Christmas fun fact last week, but I didn't. This week, I'm going to do a Christmas fun fact. And the Christmas fun fact that I have for y'all is Jingle Bells was originally a Thanksgiving song. Think about that. It was a Thanksgiving song originally. So, Jingle Bells, Jingle bell, Jingle Bell Rock, Jingle Bell Swing. Oh, no, hold on. No, hold on. I was singing Jingle Bell Rock. Oh, no. 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 It's Jingle Bells, Jingle Bell. No, 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 no. Hold on. Is, is, it, is it Jingle Bells? Hold on. Is it Jingle Bells? I gotta look this up now. Jingle Bells is a Thanksgiving song. Okay, it was Jingle Bells. Okay, I didn't get it wrong. Whatever. It says, one of the best... Love songs of Christmas season, Jingle Bells, has become part of our holiday culture, but there's more to this catchy ditty, catchy ditty that meets the ear. For one thing, Jingle Bells is a Thanksgiving song, not a Christmas song, but that's just the tip of the snowball. Let's take a closer look at the history of this well-known song, how it came to be, and how it came to be a Christmas standard. <gasps> oh, let's find out, shall we? Whoever wrote this uh, article... Made me interested. Uh, Merry Thanksgiving. Listen carefully to the lyrics of Jingle Bells, and it, and you'll realize that it contains references to Christmas of December of the December holidays whatsoever. Except, oh, it doesn't. It simply boasts the joys of winter and rush of zipping through the snow in a horse-drawn sleigh. That's why it makes a surprising sort. Huh. 
some of the ber- some of the verses are a bit racy. Please retrieve your hat because we're about to blow it off again. Jingle Bells has more than one verse. What? It has a v- in one verse the song's narrator talks about picking up a girl and trying to impress her with the speed of his sleigh. Well, another verse tells two young men drag drag racing their sleighs. <laughs> Both win with disastrous results. In another verse, the song's narrator slips on an icy road, falls on his backside, while a passing sleigh rider, presumably a buddy of the narrator, laughs at point. What? What? I this is one thing that I don't understand about people who um uh who break down songs they they don't I feel like a lot of people just like to make up stuff to get canceled or they just like to start stirring up stuff such as Jingle Bells. Jingle Bells has done absolutely nothing wrong. Just dashing through the snow on a one horse open sleigh over the fields we go laughing all the way bells on bobtails rings making spirits bright. Well, what if fun is laughing? What? Oh, I'm going to restart dashing through the snow. I don't, see, I don't, anyways, I don't even have to restart. Okay. Oh, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride and take away Native Americans' land. Hey, okay, okay. Oh, hold on a second. I did not know that. notice that part of Jingle Bells. I did not notice that part of Jingle Bells at all. That caught me off guard. Hold on a second. It is racy. Whatever. Jingle Bells is racist. Jingle Bells is this. It's a bit racy. Drag racing sleighs. Drag racing sleighs sounds awesome and sick. Okay, if that doesn't, if that's not the epitome of the Christmas season, then I don't know what is. I would love to drag race a sleigh. Stupid fly. Anyways, I would love to drag race a, a sleigh. Who wouldn't? It's. It sounds fun. I'm gonna actually do that. I'm gonna figure out. I don't know how you drag race a sleigh, but I'm gonna figure it out. Okay, Jingle Bells was originally for Thanksgiving though. Awesome, cool. But it was during the winter season, and that's why it's a Christmas song now. Who cares? All right, I just wanted to throw out that fun fact. But who knew that this guy was going to try to tarnish the Jingle Bell name by saying that it was a bit racy and has some sexual and explicit content in there, okay? I'm not going to have him. I'm not going to have that guy or that person take away the Jingle Bell spirit. And then all of a sudden, there's going to be... Now, I'll probably say there's probably going to be that one parent and now at a parent-teacher conference with this, as their kid in elementary school sings Jingle Bells. They're going to be like, hold on, did you, did you hear that lyric in Jingle Bells? Yeah, did you know that was uh, connected to the, the racial discrimination of that time? Did you know it also has se- sexual explicit content in there? Like, what? It was like, it's like, it was like WAP of, uh, it was, was, that song was WAP of 1703, you know? (laughs) No, no, it's not. It's Jingle Bells. Okay. Stop trying to, not everything has to be just sexual. Okay. Not everything has to be ruined, but whatever. Like one day I'm going to find out that like my favorite, they're going to find a way, some way to sexualize or start like making one of my favorite, uh, dishes like, like what, like chili. Oh, if you dare do that, Chili. Don't you touch Chili, okay? You can go for anything else, but don't you touch Chili, okay? I don't care. I don't know who made it. I don't even want to know who made it because who knows? I might look in the past of Chili. Next thing you know, I'm going to find out some guy and he, he used to, you know, own own slaves. And then he used to um, also at the same time drag race his sleigh and, and, and laugh at his friends and start pointing out the ground. And then, I, and then, then we're going to have to not eat Chili anymore. See how stupid that sounds? I'm not gonna eat. I'm gonna eat chili all I want to. I'm gonna eat chili and sing jingle bells. How about that? <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Mm. I'm gonna wrap up this podcast with something good. I end this podcast every time with something nice, something awesome, something a little sweet for the kids at home. I don't know. Just I just want to in this podcast and I just end every one of it just like with a little Bible verse, just something motivational to leave y'all with, you know, to kind of conclude everything that I just spoke about, you know, maybe this Bible verse will wrap up the metaverse. 
you know, maybe we'll wrap up, you know, the, the racial sexual undertones of Jingle Bells. Or, you know, it may just simply, like, motivate you through your day and your life. And that's what I think is the most important part of it all is, is, you know, just to take it as that. And so this Bible verse that I have for you today, it is Romans, Romans 12.10. I, I, I thought I had it. I knew the 12th part, but I did not want to get the 10 uh, part. So let's, let's see. And of course I didn't mark it. So give me, give me a minute for my professional fast Bible flippers. Hold on a second. I'm, I'm getting there. Don't you worry. I am getting there. Hey, don't you judge me. Don't you, I might not be the fastest Bible flipper. Okay. I may not. Okay. All right. I went a little too far. Found it. Boom. Here we go. We have it. We have it right here. 1210. It says, show family affection to one another with brotherly love. Outdo one another in showing honor. I like that. I like that a lot. And and in all seriousness, the reason why I picked out that verse was because it is the holiday season. And I feel like it's very important right now for everybody just to, you know, everybody's just in the spirit of the holidays. Like I love seeing everybody come to church. Like people that I don't even know. But just because they come during the holidays, they're just like, every time Christmas comes around, I literally saw this statistic, not even, yeah, it's a statistic, half, it literally says half of all Americans go to church during Christmas, for the Christmas service, half, half of Americans, there's like 343 million Americans, so half of that, okay, I'm not, I'm not gonna try to throw out a guess because I don't even know how much that is, but half, that's a lot, and just being nice to those people, and being like just gentle and sweet and kind, maybe that bring an impact in their life. And maybe they won't just go to church on Christmas. Maybe they'll be like, dang, I love going to this place on Christmas, but how about I try to go on a Sunday, you know, that's not on Christmas, you know, or like the Christmas thing. But no, I just think it's really awesome to, to kind of like recover and rethink about the thing because the stuff that's going on and stuff, I think it's more important ever to just love on people and just be there for one another. I've had some instances in my life this week where I just had to love on people and stuff. So I just felt like needed to correlate a verse about friendships and in the holidays and go get your friends some good gifts. Okay. Make that, make it cool. Not just for your boyfriends, your girlfriends or whatever, even friends, best friends. If you're friends with somebody, give them a good gift. Okay. Get them a good gift. I want you to, I, I want to know what gifts you get, give, gave or to your friends. Do you give gifts to your friends? If you don't make a change in your life, go give them a gift. I promise you a chance their life. I had someone, uh, a friend of uh, a friend of mine at church brought me coffee. He literally bought me coffee randomly, and I about I about cried again. I was like, "Dude, you didn't have to do me like that." They were like, "No, we, I wanted to bring you coffee. I wanted to buy it for you." And I was like, "Dude, that's what I'm talking about. This is like, man, it gets you amped up, you know? Like when you when like you got that, you know, you got the five love languages, you know? Uh, you got that, you know." In, and one of them is, you know, uh, acts of service and someone, you know, giving me things. Well, you could also go along with gifts, but I think it's just an act of service because coffee is not really a gift, in my opinion. But it's just an act of service. It's just the fact that they thought about me, they knew what I really liked, and they handed it to me without me even thinking about it. And I didn't even know they were getting it for me. And I was just like, that's awesome. And it just brings up people's spirits, man. So it's like, be be that change in that someone's life, you know? Lift up their spirits. Bring one of those five love languages to someone's life this season, baby. Especially during Christmas. Everybody's thinking about those five love languages. Do you want that gift? Do you want that words of affirmation? Do you want that physical touch? You know everybody's got to get a hug every so often, you know? I, lo- I love hugs. I love hugs a lot. I don't get them a lot. It's not that big of a deal. I got my weighted blanket, baby. I call that the parent's. I call that the parent of all the other blankets because that one doesn't leave. It's always by my side, always just hugs me like a, it hugs me like a, just it keeps me just right there. And it's just like, Dawson, don't worry. You're not alone. And I'm just like, thank you. As I'm eating my chili, you know, 
<laughs> but no, it's just, I love my weighted blanket. So if you don't have one, get that as a gift for somebody. I'm going to give that as a gift to someone because weighted blankets are amazing. They are so comfortable. Anyways, besides the uh, weighted blanket uh, advertisement, I just want to leave you in this podcast and say, hope your week goes well, man. Ladies, gentlemen, I say man as in for everybody, but sometimes, you know, it gets confusing. One time at a Starbucks, I said, thanks, man. And then they're like, what'd you say? I was like, okay, calm down. I say that to everybody. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you for watching episode 47 of the Last Cycle Heart Podcast. I hope you have an amazing week. Uh, sincerely, you know, uh, I'm glad that you watched another episode and, you know, I'm so happy that y'all, y'all listen and tune in. I don't, I don't care whoever listens, man, but you know, I put in the comments, uh, whatever you want, you know, email me stuff that you might want to see in the podcast. Uh, you know, email me about t-shirt designs, you know, send me something, whatever, just whatever your heart desires. I love hearing back from people who listen to my podcast and tell me about my podcast and stuff because, you know, I love feedback. I mean, anybody loves feedback with the stuff that they put out. So thank you everybody once again for listening to episode 47 of the Last I Go Heart podcast. I will be seeing you next weekend. The Last Cycle Heart Podcast. You are listening to The Last Cycle Heart Podcast.